the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, amen. I should by, begin by saying aloha, Mala, uh, mahalo, means thank you. Thank you for all your prayers for a beautiful vacation for us. We had a wonderful time and a uh, little exhausted physically, but very much energized in spirit and soul. Today, the gospel text is uh, an interesting one, and an important one for us to understand. There's many lessons that I think can come out of this, but uh, the theme of this homily, I want to make minimums or maximums. Do we want minimum Christianity or maximum Christianity? Minimums, maximums. The rich young man came to Jesus and asked him very, very pointedly, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And he said, why do you call me good? No, but one is good, that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. Keep the commandments. And then he goes to list them. I thought it would be good to review the Ten Commandments. God says, these are important for us to that we have that we believe that there is one God and we shall have no other gods before him that we shall not make thyself, uh, of thyself any graven images. We shall not take the name of the Lord God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. You're doing a good job with that one, by the way. Today. Honor your father and mother. Shall not kill, shall not commit adultery, shall not steal, shall not bear false witness, and shall not covet. So, if we follow these commandments, we have a good life. That's a good thing to do this. A good thing to follow God's commandments. But that's minimums. Just, that's the fence. That's the fence that God puts around us to say, just do what I say to do, and you'll have a good life. But he says something very interesting here, because... He turns everything around and turns minimums to maximums. He says, the young man says, I've done all these things for my youth. What do I still lack? And then he says something really important. If you want to be perfect, turn your cell phone off and don't let it ring. If you want to be perfect, then you must sell all you have, give it to the poor, and follow God. Wow. If you want to be perfect. We need to get that off pretty quickly. Okay. Is that Olga's favorite song? That better be Olga's favorite song. Is it Olga's favorite song? Say yes. Okay. 
then you're all right. As long as it's Olga's favorite song, we're all we're fine. She's right there. Okay. If you want to be perfect, so the rich young ruler says, okay, here, I've done all these things. I've done the minimums. But the Lord says, if you want to be perfect, if you want maximums, you must not hold on to the things of this life, but you must get rid of them. For he was a rich man, and he, to hold, he was holding on to things of this life. You must get rid of these things and follow God. Maximums or minimums. Where, where do we stand? Do we just want to live this life and kind of live around the edges of the fence, doing what God says to do, but never really entering an effort for perfection and trying to find the heart of the kingdom of God. The Lord is making a challenge to us today to say, minimums or maximums. What do you want? You want to play around the fence and just obey all the commandments? And you'll have a good life, but you won't find perfection. But you won't find the heart of the kingdom. So he, the challenge to the rich young ruler was not to walk around the fence anymore. It was to jump into the center of the kingdom. So, for us, can this be a target for us? Can we target maximums? Can we target the kingdom of God for our life? Can we target an effort to perfection? We won't attain that perfection, but can we make that effort? God says it's, it's, that effort's available to you. And what will you get? You can have the good life, but the Lord says if you pursue the kingdom, you will have righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. That's maximums. A good life, kind of white-knuckling it at times, trying to do the right thing, or following the kingdom of God, Christ and his kingdom, and finding righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. Maximums. There's a reward for the maximums. Let's just not go after it. It's, it's, there's a great reward for maximums. So let me kind of share with you a couple examples of minimums or maximums. And maybe this can help us see how we can live toward maximums uh, in our own life. We are to give, live, according to the commandments, a right and a good life. Right, good, a right life. But there's a point in our walk in Christ where righteousness, being right, and being good is a bit different. Being right, according to the commandments, being good, according to the Spirit and the kingdom. Very interestingly enough, uh, there's a couple examples in the scriptures of this. One is that the paralytic who Christ healed, was first forgiven his sins. And his paralysis was due to his sinfulness. And the Lord said, I forgive your sins, and then he healed him. According to his sins, according to being right, he should have maintained paralysis because he had sinned. But God had mercy on him and healed him. 
and forgave me. Another great example of this is the woman caught in adultery. And the Lord, the, the law says, the right thing to do says stone her. And the Lord said, he who is without sin cast the first stone. He did the good thing. The good thing. Not just the right thing, not minimums, but maximums. No, let her go. He told her, go sin no more. Forgave her and go sin no more. Let me tell you a story about this. I had a good friend of mine, a deacon who's not with us anymore. Um, not here, he's still alive. <laughs> but uh, we were in a really bitter argument, and we couldn't resolve it. And I remember uh, I was watering my lawn. We're out in Isla this time watering my lawn, and he was coming down the street. And I had my arguments all ready to go. I remember kind of lining them up. Okay, good deacon. Boom, boom, boom. I'm right and you're wrong. Okay? And you could feel, I could feel it in him. He had his arguments set up. Boom, boom, boom. I'm right and you're wrong. And so he comes and I'm watering the lawn and I turn the water off and I look at him. And I started to say it. And then I remembered something I had read saying, in this circumstance, the good thing to do is to accept the blame. And very contrary to what I wanted to do and my, my personality, I told him, I said, good deacon, forgive me, it's my fault. And he turned around to me and in tears said, no, Father, forgive me. It's my fault. The good thing. It wasn't about being right. It was about being good. It wasn't about minimums. It was about maximums. You see the difference? How you can live in the Spirit? And you know what came out of that? Righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. Just to live in that goodness. So another example to you. The Lord says to us, one of his commandments, one of his encouragements to us is be anxious for nothing. Don't be anxious. Don't worry. You heard me. Don't worry. Do not worry. White knuckle it. Don't worry about anything. Okay? Minimum. We're told not to worry. And we know this. Not to worry. But the Lord says, bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Let me tell you the difference here. We can worry, and, and, and you know, and I know how we do this. We worry, and then we come up with a scenario. I have to fix everything. We make our list, and we have our ideas on how to fix all the problems. We're really good at that. The Lord said, take your worry and make it a prayer. The saints say, worries are temptations. Think about that. Worries are temptations. They need to become your prayer. Take your worry, and I'm serious about this, write it down. Write down what your worry is and make it a prayer. You know what will happen in your worry? 
you'll draw near to God. You'll find righteousness, joy, and peace, and the Holy Spirit. Maximums. Maximums. Another thing to you, for you, for us, one of the commandments, the laws that Christ gives to us is to fast. So we fast on Wednesdays and Fridays and through the Holy uh, Lenten seasons of the church. We make our effort. Minimal as it might be, we make our effort. But that's what we do. We just do our minimums. Fasting is minimum. You know, I didn't eat meat. I do this. I just, it's all about food. No, 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 no. Fast, the maximum fast is that you're strengthening your will with a simple word, an incredibly powerful spiritual word. You know what that word is? No. No. You use it. No, no, no. Make your yes, yes, and your no, no. Strengthen your will. Draw near to God in it with a strong will. What an opportunity we have. You know, I read, and, and, and I'll say this to you. This is really important to understand about the fast. Your fast affects me. My fast affects you. I read one time from a spiritual father said, Dear priest, if you do not think your secret gluttony affects your parish, think again. <laughs> it's like, ooh, I'm not going after those Oreo cookies anymore. Think about that. As a community, we strengthen our wills. We draw near to God. It affects everybody. What a beautiful thing that is. We learn just a bit of obedience. Don't do this. Just a bit of obedience. What a beautiful thing this is. It's maximums. Fast as a maximalist. Not a minimalist. To draw near to God. To strengthen your will. To be a benefit to the community. I've got too many examples here, so I'll move along. <laughs> Forgive me. So, um, you need to pray. Pray. Get up in the morning and do your prayers. Do your prayers. Do your prayers. Do your prayers. Minimums. Minimums. You know what you get up in the morning to do? Draw near to God. And you, you know how you do that? You pray. You don't get up to pray. You get up to draw near, to purify your mind, to put your mind in a good place to start the day, in a good place. Prayer, to do your prayers minimum, to use your prayers as a means to be near to God and to purify your mind maximum. We need to give alms. Give alms. We can see alms as an item in our budget, you can see alms as a Christian requirement. Or we can see alms as a, an, a, an ability to sanctify our hearts. You know, and I will tell you this, everybody that went to Project Mexico would say, you know what got sanctified in Project Mexico? Your heart. By doing an alms, by doing a mercy. Everybody that came back from there said, it sanctified my heart. Maximums not minimums. And finally, coming to church. 
your Sunday obligation. Look at how well you're doing. I want to applaud you for doing such a good job of coming to church on Sundays. Don't you feel better about this? You come home, so I can mark this off on my calendar. I went to church on Sunday. What a good thing. What a good Christian I am. Minimums. What's maximums? You went to heaven. You went to heaven. You spent time with the saints and the angels and the Lord, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, your brothers and sisters. You went to heaven. You touched the divine. You communed with the body and blood of Christ. Maximum. You see how different that is? To go to church, to go to heaven, to commune with the saints and the angels, to worship Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. What a different way to look at this. And in these maximums, we again experience righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. So, in conclusion, may we focus on the kingdom of God and not on minimums, not hold on to things of this life, to live in righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you.